Well done, third graders. We, for about seven decades, children at Kenilworth Union Church have been learning scripture by heart, as you just heard them do. And we are delighted, because this is the first year since 2019 that we have been able to gather together as a whole group in this sanctuary to hear God's word spoken by our children and to present them with their Bibles. This has not been an easy year. You may remember that last fall, this class began learning um, outside in the garden because of COVID. And we weren't able to start singing the books of the Bible song until later in the year, which is why we're gonna sing that all together at the end of worship today. So uh, thanks be to God for the creativity and perseverance that made this year possible for our third graders and for our choir members and for all of us here today. The Bibles that we receive as children are special. This one is mine. My parents gave it to me at my baptism when I was just a couple of months old. And this is also the Bible that I used to teach Bible study to my little sister and all my stuffed animals when I was nine. When I became a parent, I put it on my daughter's bookshelf, and in fact, they left me some post-it notes. There's one in here that says, my favorite story, the story of the woman at the well. This is also the Bible that I carried with me at my ordination last fall. It was open to Micah 6.8, do justice, love kindness, and walk humbly with God a scripture verse that will forever uh, connect me with my church family here at Kenilworth Union. And tucked away inside of my Bible are a bunch of faith love notes. There's a poem that my grandmother wrote. There's a letter from my first grade teacher, Mrs. Brown. There are letters from my kids and my parents and pastor friends. And they are folded in there like little winged birds among the pages of scripture. And they remind me of the great flock of people that has helped me to know God's word and to know God's love. The last few weeks, Katie Lancaster and I have been preaching about starlings. Um, and flocks of starlings. Starlings are birds that are shaped like stars, and they are known for flying in huge groups that dip and swoop and curve together. And a flock of starlings is called a murmuration. So I think that our faith family and the people that help us to know God's love and God's word are like a murmuration. So today we say a special thank you to the Sunday school teachers, to parents and grandparents and godparents and the high school youth and the church leaders and this entire congregation which supports our children's ministry as they grow in the love of God and neighbor. So third graders, I wanna tell you a story today about the words that you wrote on your heart this year, words that I think are uh, good guideposts for learning about the whole Bible. And I think some of this is gonna sound a little bit familiar to you. Once there was a man who lived about 2,000 years ago who did such amazing things and said such wonderful things that people began to follow him. Jesus, the man they followed, knew the scriptures well. He knew the sacred text that we call the Old Testament today. He knew not just the Ten Commandments, but all the law and the prophets. 
He knew the Psalms, which sing of God, the good shepherd, who cares for us even in the darkest valleys. He knew God so well that he often called God Father and the temple my father's house. Now the people that followed Jesus, especially his close friends, the disciples, saw him eat with people that no one else would eat with, and they saw him heal people by coming close to them. They heard Jesus talk about parables that told of a kingdom that they had, a kingdom like none they had ever heard of or been to before. And they heard him preach the Beatitudes on a mountain. And these blessings showed the people how God saw the world differently. The poor and meek will inherit the earth. The hungry and thirsty will be filled. The peacemakers will see God, as we just heard you all say. Jesus taught the people to pray the Lord's Prayer that we pray every Sunday and even at our Wednesday youth groups. We pray that earth might be more like God's kingdom of heaven. But Jesus' teachings about the earth becoming more like heaven was not the kind of thing that the Roman leaders and some of the religious leaders wanted the people to hear. Imagining the world as Jesus did made regular people question the way people in power treated children and the way they treated people who were poor or sick or didn't have any family. And this is why Jesus was arrested and killed. But even killing Jesus could not stop God's love from working in the world because you know when the women went to the tomb on Easter morning, it was empty. Jesus is risen. Jesus is alive with us today, but in a different kind of way. You remember that we change the light of the candle, right? It's kind of like that. The light that is in one place, when you change it, goes out into the whole room and into the world as that smoke that we see when we change the light. Jesus, the light of the world, is still with us, especially in the bread and in the wine. When we read the New Testament, which the writers began authoring about 50 years after Jesus died, it seems that Jesus knew that what he was saying would lead to trouble and arrest. In the Gospel according to John that I'm going to read you in a moment, the disciples asked Jesus a lot of questions like, where will you go? And will you show us who God is? And why don't you tell the whole world who you are? I think it's kind of comforting to know that Jesus' closest friends ask him a lot of questions because it means that my questions are okay, and your questions are okay, too. So here is the scripture verse today from John 14, and I want you to see how many gifts Jesus talks about. I'm going to ask you to hold up your fingers and hear, say how many you hear in just a minute. If anyone loves me, they will keep my word, and my Father will love them. We'll move right into the neighborhood. Not loving me means not keeping my words. The message you are hearing isn't mine. It's the message of my Father who sent me. I'm telling you these things while I'm still living with you. And the friend, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send at my request, will make everything plain to you. The Spirit will remind you of all the things that I've told you. I'm leaving you well and whole. That's my parting gift to you. Peace. I don't leave the, you the way that you're used to being left, feeling abandoned or bereft, so don't be upset. 
do not be distraught. Thanks be to God for God's holy word. So show me, kids, how many gifts did you hear? One, two, three, yeah, okay. Ooh, all right, some different, some different numbers. I think there are probably a lot of gifts in this passage, but I'm going to tell you third graders about four that I want you to keep with you and treasure as you receive your Bible. First, God's love is a gift. So give yourself a big hug. Jesus loves us. Jesus came right into the neighborhood to show and tell everyone about God's love. Jesus didn't just tell the powerful people, he told all the people, even the people that sometimes get forgotten. God's love is close by. It is as close as the good shepherd of Psalm 23 is to the sheep. God's love is a place that we call home forever. God loves each and every one of you, always and forever. All right, the second gift is God's word. So put your hands together like the Bible when we sing the Jesus Loves Us song, right? God's word is a gift. Generations of third graders have written these same Bible verses on their hearts so that they always have the gift of God's word with them. We learn the Ten Commandments and the greatest commandment because God's word shows us the way to love God and love neighbor with our heart and soul and mind and strength. The Bibles that we receive as children, they are special. So keep them and treasure them and continue to read them because they are a gift that helps us to be followers of Jesus. The third gift today is the gift of the Holy Spirit. I bet you heard that one, right? And we think of the Holy Spirit coming on Pentecost. You know that red Sunday on the church calendar? So, you know, give yourself a little tongue of fire like on Pentecost to think about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is our friend and our advocate who will continue to remind us and to teach us about God's word. Do you all third graders remember how it was to learn the Beatitudes? That was tricky, wasn't it? And some of those words are hard to understand. But when you learned it, you were able to learn it, and when you were able to understand what some of those tricky words mean, that was the Holy Spirit helping you to do that. When you open your Bibles, remember that the Holy Spirit is there with you to help you and to guide you and to remind you, and your church family and friends are here with you too. All right, fourth gift, last one, is the gift of peace. So put your hands right here, like a dove on your heart. One of the best parts about being a minister is that I get to teach the Bible to all ages of people. On Fridays, I may help the four-year-olds in preschool, and on Wednesdays, I help people of all ages read the Bible. And as we read the Bible, people share their faith stories. And they often start by telling about something hard in their life. Like maybe a time when they went to camp and they felt really homesick. Or maybe there was a time when a family member was sick and they were feeling scared. Or maybe they were worried because they got a bad grade or a bad review at work. Or maybe they were just sad because sometimes really bad stuff happens in the world. But then people share something about God's peace. Even though the hard things don't always go away, they feel as though God is with them. And that is God's peace. Sometimes we feel that when we pray the Lord's Prayer or we say Psalm 23. 
God's presence is with us, and God's peace is the feeling of knowing that we are never alone. God is with us, even in hard times. So my third grade friends and all gathered here today, all of these gifts, these gifts of God's love, God's words, God's peace, and the presence of the Holy Spirit are gifts that we experience as a whole church community, that big flock of people who try to tune their hearts to God, creating a kind of murmuration. So third graders, the Bibles I'm about to present to you I want them to be a reminder of the many people who help you to know God's word. Let them remind you of the gifts God gives you and be a sign of God's love for you.